Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about LGBT representation in media. It's no secret that in previous generations, maybe not our own parents' generation, depending on how old they are, but definitely our grandparents' generation, when it came to movies, TV shows, and books, really, LGBT characters were just not a thing. At least definitely not when it came to mainstream entertainment. There were very strict rules about what were considered acceptable topics, and LGBT identities and relationships just fell outside of that. Fast forward to today, though, in an age when something called RuPaul's Drag Race is a critically acclaimed and popular series, and clearly, things are different. But... And this is where the problem is, I wouldn't necessarily say that things are more free. Not among certain segments of the population in any case, because just like how dealing with homosexuality in the past could have gotten you in trouble, similarly nowadays dealing with LGBT issues in the wrong way, either by having too few, too inauthentic, too simplistic, or too fetishized LGBT characters can also get you cancelled. So in this video, we're going to be examining the way that LGBT representation has become such a controversial issue and how ultimately this hurts creators and their work. Before we get into that, though, I have a quick message from our awesome sponsor, Simply Safe. Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm is real, though. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell them is the motion sensor went off. Simply Safe home security is different. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. You can set your system up yourself, no tools needed, or Simply Safe can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Visit simplysafe.com slash Lauren and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. So really, you've got nothing to lose. So be sure to go now to simplysafe.com slash Lauren. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash Lauren so they know our show sent you. All right, now what inspired me to make this video was some drama that happened last week involving actress Jamila Jamil. And if you didn't know, in addition to being an actress, Jamila Jamil is also an outspoken social justice activist. And I mean outspoken. If there's a social justice topic out there, you could pretty much guarantee that Jamila Jamil has voiced support for it at some point or another. She talks about racism, sexism, ableism, she's for abortion access, trans identities, intersectionality, just, just all of it. All of the things, right? Essentially, she's like the personification of Salon or Teen Vogue. And because she is such an ally, it really didn't shock me when it was announced that she would be a celebrity judge on a new HBO Max show called Legendary that would be a ballroom competition. But no, not the ballroom you're probably thinking of with the dancing and the classical music. This type of ballroom is a lot more gay than traditional ballroom. 
if that's even possible. As CNN explains, ballroom culture came out of New York City as black and Latino gay men and trans women created support systems for one another called houses. Houses gather at balls, safe spaces with competitions celebrating skills including fashion, dance, and vogue. It's okay if you don't quite get what that means. The main takeaway here was that there was a new LGBT-focused show announced for HBO Max and Jamila Jamil was going to be a part of it. So if you're an LGBT activist, that should have been good news, right? More representation on a huge network plus a big celebrity like Jamila Jamil being involved is probably going to attract a lot more viewers and introduce a ton of people to this aspect of LGBT culture. All good things, no? Well, according to the online activists, no. Not all good things. You see, as much of an ally as Jamila Jamil is, as a lot of people pointed out, she's not gay. She's not part of ballroom. And even though celebrity judges are not a new thing and they usually don't really require a specific expertise in the area that's being judged, I mean, both Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan have judged singing shows, so... You know, apparently that kind of thinking doesn't apply to this show. No straights allowed, no matter how famous. As this one especially sanctimonious journalist wrote, quote, Jamila judging a ballroom contest is as ridiculous as Madonna critiquing a directing challenge. Here's a woman who, as far as we're aware, has zero connections to the ballroom scene or to the generations of queer people, especially of color and trans, who have made it what it is. Why take up space that doesn't belong to you when there are ballroom elders such as Trace Lizette and Amaya Scott right there waiting to be given a shot? And rather than owning her mistake and apologizing, she fell into the classic celebrity trap of doubling down. Instead of acknowledging this, she argued that she was there to bring a following, something we have to call BS on. Did Queer Eye bring in a Hemsworth brother to round out the Fab Five? In an ideal world, Jamila would have checked her privilege and bowed out of the show, and we'd have nothing left to talk about. And so, it was after all of this controversy, after being criticized essentially for, for being straight, that Jamila Jamil chose to come out as queer. On social media, she posted a statement saying, Twitter is brutal. This is why I never officially came out as queer. I added a rainbow to my name when I felt ready a few years ago, as it's not easy within the South Asian community to be accepted, and I always answered honestly if ever straight up asked about it on Twitter. It's also scary as an actor to openly admit your sexuality, especially when you're already a brown female in your 30s. I know that my being queer doesn't qualify me as ballroom, but I have privilege and power and a large following to bring to this show and its beautiful contestants and ballroom hosts. Sometimes it takes those with more power to help a show get off the ground so we can elevate marginalized stars that deserve the limelight and give them a chance. I'm not the MC. I'm not the main host. I'm just a lead judge due to my 11 years of hosting experience, being fully impartial, a newcomer to ballroom, like much of the audience will be, and therefore a window in for people who are just discovering it now and being a longtime ally of the LGBTQ community. Okay, so Jamila was being criticized for taking up LGBT representation in an LGBT show, but now she's come out as LGBT herself, so everything should be good now, right? Well, again, no. 
Even after her coming out, some people felt that she still wasn't close enough to ballroom culture to be part of the show, or that she wasn't actually queer or queer enough, and was just using this coming out to gain sympathy and support and paint herself as the victim after being criticized. As one person wrote, is queer the new word for completely heterosexual? Another commented, Girl, bye. You never walked any balls, never did anything for the ballroom community, so therefore you should not be judging a voguing competition. Give this to the Vogue legends. One poster also critiqued how Jamila had brought her race into the issue, saying, I'm saying this as a South Asian woman in the West myself. This kind of theatrics is abhorrent. If you are so keen on having more South Asian stories, good job blending multiple unique cultures into one by your well-honed tone deafness, by the way. Go to freaking Bollywood. One checkmark post posted, here you go, Twitter falls for it. She's got a boyfriend. You don't think it's odd she comes out as queer after being criticized for possibly taking a gay person's place on a show? And finally, one person argued that it wouldn't sell with more marginalized people, so I'm going to take a place that should have belonged to them is a terrible response. Aside from being kind of mean, all the controversy surrounding Jamila's involvement with the show really made me wonder, if someone straight couldn't participate in the series, would someone straight be looked down upon for watching the series? Yes? No? Maybe? Just let me know what's the appropriate amount of involvement a straight person could have with this production and why. And we've got a lot more to talk about, but first I need to tell you guys about Books. Just because she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day, that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve anything. Not to worry though, the Books company has you covered. And that's Books, B-O-U-Q-S, as in bouquets of flowers. They offer farm fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same day delivery. Order today and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. Go to books.com slash Lauren, that's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash Lauren for 25% off with the code Lauren. And remember, Valentine's Day isn't just for lovers. Show your best Galentine some love. Let your mom know how much you love her or make the first move with the one you've been crushing on. Fellas, you think it's cold outside now? Wait until you forget Valentine's Day. The Books Company is here to make your life easier and they offer more than just roses. You'll find sweet treats, beautifully styled bouquets, plants, gifts, and succulents on their site. This Valentine's Day, spread the book love with your first love, your forever love, and your loved ones. Go to B-O-U-Q-S slash Lauren today for 25% off with the code Lauren. If the showrunners had chosen someone more connected to ballroom but less well-known than Jim Mila, and fewer people ended up watching the show and the LGBT people on the show ended up getting less exposure as a result of that, would that really be considered a win for representation? Look, at the end of the day, I don't care about Jamila Jamil's sexuality. I don't really think it's any of my business in the first place, and either way, it doesn't change how I view her work or her as a person. But I bring this story up because I think it's kind of representative of how the debate over LGBT representation in media goes nowadays. Activists as a group are prone to purity testing. It doesn't matter what they're advocating for, just as people, they tend to purity spiral. And whether it's people bullying Scarlett Johansson out of playing a trans man to the point where now, as far as I'm aware, the film isn't even being made anymore, or Ruby Rose leaving Twitter after facing backlash for not being gay enough to play Batwoman, I feel like the conversation surrounding LGBT characters in media has become one giant purity spiral. 
Carol. Seriously, even though there are more LGBT characters than ever, a whole debate has risen now over whether it's even okay for straight actors to play them. As an article in The Independent notes, since the turn of the century, no fewer than 25 actors have been Oscar-nominated for playing LGBT plus roles. Of those 25 actors, not a single one was openly queer. When Jack Whitehall was cast in the forthcoming Disney film Jungle Cruise as the studio's first openly gay character, the news sparked as much censure as celebration. Meanwhile, actors like Rachel Weisz, who last year played two excellent queer characters in Disobedience and The Favorite, are facing more scrutiny than they might have done even a decade ago. But it's a debate with no clear-cut answer. What do you mean there's no clear-cut answer? Of course there is. You choose the person who plays the part best. You don't need to ask them who they're attracted to IRL as part of the audition, which, by the way, under other circumstances would be illegal. Just let the people act. And I know that some people might say that since I'm not part of the LGBT community that I shouldn't be talking about this topic, but short of pulling a Jamila Jamil and coming out as queer myself when convenient, which I guess I'll reserve as a possibility depending on how angry people are with this video, I will say that even though I'm not part of the LGBT community, I'm still someone who loves movies and TV shows and wants creators to be able to make quality content without being cancelled just because they fail to meet every changing standard of representation. And what's kind of ironic about most of these purity spirals is that ultimately, they end up hurting or cancelling the people who were actually trying to bring audiences more LGBT representation in the first place. Jamila Jamil is a prominent social justice activist who thought she was going to help bring more exposure to a show highlighting part of LGBT culture. But instead, she got a bunch of angry people yelling at her for being the wrong sexuality and the wrong race and the wrong gender, etc, etc, etc. I don't even particularly like Jamila Jamil nor how she handled that situation. And I'm sure as heck not going to watch that show, but seriously? How is that fair? And what I'd like everyone to ask themselves, everybody, regardless of what your sexuality or political beliefs or anything else might be, is what do you want from the movies or series that you watch? Now, you can want several things from your media, like to inspire you, to move you emotionally, to educate you, but at the end of the day, and maybe it's just me who thinks this, I feel like the main goal of a film or TV show should be to entertain you. Because I mean, if it's not entertaining, you're not gonna watch it in the first place, right? And everything else about it is just gonna be wasted anyway. How about instead of focusing so much on criticizing and getting so worked up over things like representation and messaging, we spend more time focusing on the actual content and quality of media. And I know that technically things like representation and quality don't need to be mutually exclusive. But when you're literally banning A-list, world-class, award-winning actors from certain roles because they're not the right sexuality, they kind of are. And to anyone who might say, but we need to have these conversations because LGBT characters are just so underrepresented in media, I get what you mean. But also... I don't know if you're right. According to Gallup, as of 2017, about 4.5% of Americans identify as being LGBT. But according to GLAAD's 2018 Where We Are on TV report, of the 857 regular characters expected to appear on broadcast scripted primetime programming this season, 75, or 8.8% of them, 
were identified as gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and or queer. So, to be clear, at the moment, LGBT characters are actually, by the numbers, overrepresented in television at least. Personally, uh, I think it's weird to try to assign writers a percentage value of how many gay and or non-white characters they should have in their stories, but I mean, heck, as long as that's what you guys are doing, just know we're actually doing okay. In my opinion, stories tend to be the most compelling when writers have a clear picture of and strong connection to the characters they're writing, but that's hard to do when you have a checklist of identities that you have to include. And that doesn't mean that no characters should be gay. Of course not, right? Whatever you feel. It just means that telling creators they can't address LGBT issues like they used to in the past can be just as stifling as saying they have to address LGBT issues and do it in a way that's pleasing to woke online moms. In any case though, that's pretty much all I have to say and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Do you think people were fair to criticize Jamila's casting on that show and do you think the discourse surrounding LGBT characters has been helping or hurting representation lately? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.